Hey everybody, welcome to Galaxy CD's Rocks and Flips Midweek Rants. Um, today we're going to talk about returns and cancellations on sites like eBay and Mercari, but this isn't probably going to be the kind of rant that you think it's going to be. To go on to the various Facebook groups and read the comments sections of most of the YouTube videos on reselling, uh, you would think that returns and cancellations were essentially destroying everyone's ability to make any money whatsoever uh, reselling. It is one of the biggest apparent pain points for people in reselling, at least uh, based on the information that you see them posting on the various forums. But should it be? Is it really that big a deal? Returns and cancellations, unfortunately, are just part of doing business. Every, every business has returns. Every business has cancellations. It's just part of the nature of the beast. And the expectation among resellers that somehow we should be exempt from ever having to take a return frankly, is mystifying to me. Now, my background, of course, uh, if you listened to the introduction episode, I've got 30 years in retail management, so I come at it from a little bit different perspective. I'm, I'm not someone who's never done any retail or customer service and has an expectation that everything should just be perfect somehow, maybe. But the fact remains that you go on these Facebook groups and YouTube comment sections and people are just railing about returns and cancellations. And again, it's just part of doing business. Many eBay sellers try to set no returns on their site or on their stores, I guess I should say. And that seems almost pointless to me because when push comes to shove, if a customer really wants a return, eBay is probably going to accept it. Why would they do that? If you had your particular store and your listing set up for no returns, why would eBay accept a return? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Customer service, customer experience, competitive pressures. Um, almost everybody takes returns. And some of them have just ridiculously long return policies. eBay's recommended return policy for a top-rated seller is only 30 days. And that compares pretty favorably with Amazon, which is 30 days from date of delivery. But when you look at their wider retail landscape, a 30-day return policy is actually pretty restrictive. Um, a quick scan of the major retailers in the United States uh, shows that the, probably the average return policy is actually 90 days. Um, I checked with Meyer, uh, Walmart, and Target, and all of them are 90 days. And if you've ever tried to return anything at Walmart, you know that uh, pretty much they'll take anything back at any time for any reason, with or without a receipt. Um, I've seen people return six-year-old Hot Wheels with no receipt and get their money back at Walmart. So despite the fact that their return policy is stated as 90 days, they're, they're extremely flexible. Ikea at the far end of the spectrum is actually 365 days. So anytime within a year, if you're not happy with your product, as long as you've got your receipt, you can take it back to Ikea and get your money back. 
that to me is probably extreme. I don't, I don't probably think that's necessary. That seems like an awfully long time. If you can't decide within 90 days whether the item is working for you or not, you probably don't need to be returning it. But nonetheless, those are the kind of competitive pressures that a company like eBay is up against. And I know a lot of us are selling vintage items and you know, reselling other people's junk, essentially. We're not selling necessarily new items. So maybe eBay shouldn't take that competitive pressure uh, and apply it to their return policy. But they view themselves as another online retailer, just like everyone else. And I, I think they feel a tremendous amount of pressure to try to emulate the same customer service standards that you would find at a traditional retailer. So with that being said, um, we're going to take a quick break here for a quick message from one of my sponsors, and then we'll be back to talk about um, returns and cancellations in terms of what they actually represent for your business. All right, welcome back. So how badly are returns and cancellations actually affecting sellers? You go on some of the forums and people who have actually taken the time to look at their percentages, most of them are pretty small. There's not, it's not like there's tons of stuff coming back. Now, I just took a look at mine to use as an example. And in the last 90 days, I have had 669 orders. Against that, I have had two items returned, two items canceled, and two items that were returned to me because of insufficient address. So if you take all of those, I'm at 0.89% returns. And in terms of actual honest-to-goodness returns, there's only two out of 669. So it's essentially 0.3%. Traditional retailers would kill a brother to have a return rate of 1%. The median return rate in 2017 for traditional retail was about 10%. Roughly half of that was expected to have been fraud or return abuse. The guy who bought the big screen two days before the Super Bowl and returned it two days after. Those sorts of things. But even that, even if you throw out the fraud, which is another issue uh, we'll get into in a minute, even if you threw out the fraud, the return percentage for most retailers is 5%. Legitimate, I didn't like it, it didn't fit, it didn't work, whatever the case may be, returns would be 5%. I, again, I can't speak for other resellers, but I've been on some of the eBay message boards and where people have actually gone in and pulled their statistics, and they're almost always less than 2%. Um, there are some people who claim they have never had a return in multiple years of, of reselling. And I believe that's possible. If you do a good job with your listings and they're accurate and they contain all the information they're supposed to, and they have all the measurements they're supposed to and all the rest of that, the odds of you having significant returns should be very, very small. Now there will of course be exceptions to that, but my experience again in the last 90 days has been that it's almost zero, less than 1%. And that's a cost that, frankly, I can just, I can deal with. Um, I, you know, as a top-rated seller with the 30-day return policy, I'm, I'm saving enough 
in final value fees to pay for my store fees and any returns that I'm getting um, at that kind of percentage. Now, if you're getting 5, 8, 10% returns, my challenge to you would be to look at how you're listing your products because something's going on there. Uh, you just shouldn't be having that level of returns in this kind of business, in my opinion. Now, all that being said, I get it. I'm, I'm not here to take stuff back. Um, I'm here to buy something and have it go out and the money come in, not the other way around. Um, but from a customer service standpoint, you have an opportunity when you take a return to potentially turn that into a, a repeat customer. I think people lose sight of the fact that folks who are making purchases on a site like eBay and to a lesser extent, maybe Amazon, they don't always fully understand that they're buying from an individual. Um, they're, they're buying from eBay. They're buying from Amazon. They're not buying from Galaxy CDs, Rocks, or whoever, it, whatever your store happens to be. When they want to return something, obviously they have to contact you, um, or at least they should. And you have an opportunity to really wow them with your customer service. And, you know, I, any, anytime I get somebody that asks about a return, I say, absolutely. I take returns for up to 30 days. So if you're not happy with your product, please feel free to um, start a return with eBay and I will accept it and you'll receive all of your money back. I'll, I pay for shipping, return shipping. Again, to me, that's just the cost of doing business. Um, it's the right thing to do. And let people know. I say, hey, you know, I appreciate your business. Um, sorry we couldn't get together this time. Please save my store as one of your favorites and keep an eye if I have something else like this that might work for you in the future. Use those as opportunities to try to create additional business opportunities for yourself. Don't, you can't, you've got to get your mind right. There are, again, there's going to be a certain amount of returns. And yes, there's going to be a certain amount of fraud. Um, but again, if you go on some of these comment sections and Facebook groups, you would think that every person who is trying to return something is a scammer. And I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, again, at traditional retail, half of all returns are fraudulent or abusive. So I'll grant you, maybe half your people that are trying to return something are trying to scam you. But the other half have a legitimate concern. Something was wrong with the listing. It wasn't what they thought it was. Maybe it, maybe it's not your fault at all. Maybe it's totally on the customer. In a customer service business, which is what we're doing, you need to allow them that space. And yes, you may never see them again. But that item coming back is just another opportunity to sell something. Um, the two items I got returned and the two items that came back to me um, for insufficient address, three of those four resold to someone else within one week of being returned. So, yeah, I lost some PayPal fees and whatever. I didn't lose a lot of money. And I turned around and immediately flipped the product to someone else and made the money back. So it's frustrating to come to some of the sites and, you know, look for tips and tricks and helpful information um, and be bombarded with the negativity of the, the people who are paying your bills. Your customers are all scammers and out to screw you and to a greater or lesser extent, 
uh, it's amazing to me the number of resellers who feel that our partners um, like PayPal and eBay or Mercari or Poshmark or whoever are also just out to screw us. Um, you know, every time there's an adjustment in a fee or they change the way something is processed, um, there's this uproar like they're out to screw you individually. Like they came to your store and saw what you were doing and made it a point to go after you particularly. And that kind of mindset, um, to me, will prevent you from being as successful as you could be. You have to look at every hurdle as an opportunity to improve. Every You learn more from a setback than you ever will from a success. Take those opportunities, take those returns, and try to learn from them. Why did it come back? What was the reason that the customer had? Try to get out of them what it really is. I don't care if they just didn't want it, they didn't like it, they changed their mind. But if there's actually something wrong, if there was a problem with my listing, if there was a problem with the item, I need to know that because I'm going to put that item back up there. And if there's something screwball with it, I need to know that. So take that opportunity to try to work with your customers to at least find out what really is going on. I'd be interested in your thoughts on this. If you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave me a comment. If you're listening to this um, on the podcast, uh, especially if you're doing it on Anchor, um, leave me a voice message. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I know I probably came off a little hard on on the resellers on this, but it's a it's a little baffling to me the the negativity that I see in the reseller community uh, for things that to me are just the some of the everyday costs of actually doing business. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope it wasn't too much of a downer. Um, look for us again in a few days. We'll have a recap of this week's business, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks.